Most SaaS marketers' opinion on the use of AI in marketing range from maximalists who believe it'll change everything and replace all marketing jobs, to AI skeptics who believe it lacks soul and won't disrupt any jobs. We actually see AI slightly differently and believe that it can assist humans and help them to become more effective marketers. So instead of replacing humans altogether, we think that marketers can apply tools like ChatGPT uh, and other generative AI to existing workflows to attain more volume and velocity. Now, while we don't believe AI will immediately take a marketing strategy from zero to one, it will help marketers get there faster by automating steps in this process. And in fact, it already can. Additionally, it can make the final product yield a higher ROI if you use it correctly. As a result, marketers that know how to use AI effectively can produce better results in less time and with less resource. Now, in this episode, we'll discuss how we use ChatGPT to improve our understanding and analysis of our total addressable market, three underappreciated ways that AI will improve marketing team productivity, how to set expectations and guardrails for how AI can help marketers, and actionable ways that marketers can use AI to produce better results. And by the end of this episode, you'll have a different perspective on how to use AI within your marketing organization. It's not just a robot copywriter, pal. Now, if you'd like help navigating a tougher economy and finding out how AI can improve your marketing team's productivity at a time when everyone's being asked to do, say it with me, more with less, we should talk. You can start by getting your free marketing plan on our website. Just head to poweredbysearch.com. There's a big old button there. Now, we were inspired to share our viewpoint on AI after seeing promising results applying it to our own internal workflow. The first problem that we used AI to solve was actually manually cleaning over 6,500 records that we pulled from Zoom Info and Crunchbase as part of our own ABM strategy. By the way, if you want help with your ABM strategy, let us know. While Zoom Info and Crunchbase offer basic filters like employee headcount, B2B, and revenue, the data isn't actually that specific enough to identify whether or not a company fits our ICP, which, by the way, our ICP is extremely well-developed and very specific. It can actually be very inaccurate at that. For example, Crunchbase shows that the memory card company Lexar is private equity backed and generates between 10 million and 15 million ARR. Now, at first glance, that looks like it fits the bottom end of our ICP, which is B2B SaaS companies doing between 10 million and 100 million dollars ARR. However, further research shows that Lexar is actually a manufacturing company. They manufacture memory cards and related technology. This is a critical piece of information that Crunchbase didn't provide to us. And if we didn't clean the data, we'd have wasted thousands of dollars running an ABM campaign for a company that doesn't even fit our ICP. Now, data cleaning is a mundane task, no, no doubt, right? But it's also a high stakes task as just one incorrect record in that list of thousands of companies could also cost us thousands of dollars in wasted ad spend when it comes to targeting the right prospects. To clean the data, we previously had only two options. First, we could use a skilled human from our team to manually clean about 50 records per day. That was me, by the way. And while this option produces a low error rate, thank you very much, the opportunity cost of that team member's time is actually very high. 
and it would require about 18 weeks to clean all 6,500 records. Although I did do 2,000 myself. Uh, put, that, put that one on the list of achievements. Alternatively, we could hire a team of VAs to complete the task faster. And the error rate might be slightly higher. And also we would have to pay for the manual hours required to complete the task. Now, AI for us was a third option to solve this problem. The error rate of AI falls somewhere between a skilled human and a team of VAs. And the execution timeline is reduced from weeks to minutes. And the total cost is just a few dollars. Now, those benefits made AI the obvious choice to clean the data. So we created a prompt and asked ChatGPT two questions. Can you clarify this URL is a B2B SaaS company? If you say yes or no, tell me why. Now, in under five minutes, ChatGPT enriched all 6,500 records for just $1.23. This made it the cheapest option, and it helped us launch the campaigns months in advance of when we had originally planned. The team was also able to reallocate the time that would have been spent either cleaning records and managing the VAs to instead test variations of campaigns and make them more effective. This scenario demonstrates how AI automation can already make marketers more effective by increasing volume and velocity. In our initial experimentation with AI, you saw how it helped us to shorten the execution time from months to minutes, right? But speed and removing unskilled work is only one part of the puzzle of how AI can actually help marketers. Simply by increasing speed and removing that work, marketers are able to focus on higher leverage tasks and improve ROI with less resource. In the next section here, we're going to discuss some specific ways that AI can make marketers more effective by enabling them to deliver a higher ROI with the same amount of time and resource, starting with reducing campaign execution timelines. AI allows you to save time by effectively automating tasks. But the impact of the time saved is far more important because it means you can launch the campaigns faster, cutting the opportunity cost. Now, in our prospecting list example that we talked about above, we reduced the campaign preparation time from 18 weeks because it was such a uh, fine-grained targeting to just five minutes. That also means that we'll receive the ROI of that campaign months earlier, which translates to faster growth. So instead of just saving our team a few hours per week, the real impact of that particular use is that it allows us to close deals worth tens of thousands of dollars months in advance. Use two, enable more iterative testing. Now, if you use AI to automate basic campaign execution, you'll have more time to test the campaigns, make them more effective, and therefore see a higher ROI for every dollar spent. For example, let's say half your time is currently dedicated to creating and launching campaigns, while the other half is spent testing them. If you use AI to assist with the campaign creation process, you can reallocate that time to testing more variations of the campaigns, which helps you to produce a better ROI from each campaign itself. Number three is automating best practice tasks. Now, there are probably plenty of best practice tasks that you'd like to take care of, but the time and headspace investment required to perform them is higher than the potential ROI. As a result, these tasks get pushed to the bottom of your list indefinitely. One example of these tasks is 
for example, updating hero images on your company's archive of older blog posts. Now, in a perfect world, you would update all of your old hero images, but the ROI of increasing clicks by a small percentage is probably far less than the investment required to pay a creative agency or a freelance to execute that one task. Now, AI can do it for you. For example, you can enter a prompt in ChatGPT asking it to summarize each blog post. Then use a Zapier GPT plugin to use that prompt with an AI creation tool like Midjourney. From there, Midjourney creates the image. You can add it to a Google Drive folder and have a separate automation that updates the post in WordPress. Thanks to AI, all your hero images are up to date and the entire process only costs about $25. As we've just seen, AI is clearly effective as a tool in the broader automation strategy of any company. On that basis, we have to ask though, is it only a matter of time before it's good enough to replace marketers entirely? Well, probably not. There are actually many high-level tasks that are unlikely to be replaced by AI for the time foreseeable. For example, positioning a product in the marketplace and taking a more nuanced view of the strategic opportunities for growing a company. But that doesn't preclude marketers from using AI as a kind of co-pilot in this work. For example, a generic prompt fed into any AI tool, such as uh, create a landing page for a document and workflow management company tool selling to architecture firms, will produce a generic landing page. Sure, it'll probably drive some conversions for people that are looking for commodity products, but the overall conversion rate will likely be relatively low. And those who do convert are probably low value customers themselves anyway. And as we've mentioned many times on our blog and on this podcast, buyers in B2B SaaS buy in buying committees and are often deeply evaluating the differences and nuances of all their available options in any given market. On the other hand, a marketer that has accurately identified how their software solves a meaningful pain point better than any other solution available and accurately communicates that in their marketing messaging will likely outperform generic messaging. Marketing teams can still use AI as a partner in producing that end result, though. For example, they could simply ask the AI tool a more specific question that includes information about the ideal buyer, the pain points they experience, and then a specific prompt that doesn't attempt to get a polished public-facing result right away. Now, in the post that accompanies this episode, there's a link in the show notes, as always, uh, I've included a screenshot of one such prompt, and the original prompt that we used above in this episode was probably 10, 15 words long. This one is more like 200 words long because it includes a heap of contextual information that you need in order to get this nuanced piece of information back from an AI. As you'll be able to see when you look at that image, you still need a live marketer to establish the company's unique positioning and accurately identify your target audience's key pain points to provide the right prompts for AI to actually execute. And this highlights two particularly important points for marketers who are embracing AI in their workflows. One, in the same way that you'd review an employee's work when they first started at your company, you need to review the AI's work too. And number two, you must ensure that you don't put proprietary information into an AI. 
Two critical controls we've implemented at Powered by Search include human review requirements and privacy rules. Number one, review all AI work manually. Our first rule is simple. A human must manually review and edit any AI-generated content before publicly publishing it. The ultimate responsibility for quality control and quality assurance belongs to humans. And while AI is becoming increasingly effective at creating content, it still isn't perfect and might produce content that misrepresents your brand and the core message that you want to deliver to customers. Number two is respect privacy and proprietary information. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Google, they're all free for consumers to use because user data is the product that they sell to advertisers. OpenAI is somewhat the same. It will take any data that you feed it and incorporate it into the large language model's neural net. Now, in short, that means that any data you enter into the system is effectively no longer private. As a rule of thumb, we only share data with an AI that we would share openly with anyone who we haven't signed an NDA with. For example, we would never run ChatGPT on a cell in a spreadsheet that contains annual customer revenue data from Salesforce. So let's just run through uh, a couple of actionable ways that you can use AI to produce better results. I will not read this whole list out for you, but I'll give you some examples to just get you thinking. If you do want the whole list, it is on the accompanying blog post. And remember, these are basic prompt frameworks to help you get started. As you saw earlier in the episode, the benefit, the real impact here happens when you add in contextual information and you're very specific. My approach, and no offense to interns, is to treat this like an intern who knows nothing. You have to be incredibly specific, prescriptive, but once you do, the results are usually pretty great if you get it right. So let's talk about some for demand generation. You could try, our product is X, it solves Y pain points for Z customers. Create an offer that resonates with those pain points. Or write a detailed feature expansion for these three benefits that explains the points they solve and the key benefits. For paid media, our new feature does X and its benefit is Y. Write three text ads, one that is gain-focused, one that is loss-focused, and one that is logic-focused messaging. Obviously, with uh, these generative ones, you will probably end up with something that doesn't feel right. The trick here is to, in my experience, is to use these as thought starters. And again, think about that idea of a co-pilot uh, working with you somebody who sat there at your side going, or a songwriting partner, right? Like, you think about them as kind of a person who's bouncing ideas around with you. You don't, you don't pick the first idea, you pick multiple ideas and you combine them together. Let's talk about SEO. Create a content brief for the keyword X that includes target word count, secondary keywords, the post format, and questions the content might answer and identify blogs that are an authority in X topic that have previously accepted guest posts. Now it is worth saying, I think, uh, at the time of recording this episode, the plugin functionality of a tool like ChatGPT is actually not publicly available. Although given the rate and pace of change in AI, I expect that 
by the time you listen to this, it may even be available and that will only develop incrementally in the next year or two. And the prompts that we've included in this post will almost like almost certainly <laughs> become outdated because they're not necessary uh, in future. But for now, it's really helpful. While some marketers are afraid of AI taking over their jobs, we believe that marketers who know how to use it properly become linchpins in their organizations as they'll be able to produce better results with the same time and resource. We don't see AI taking over marketers' jobs entirely. A human still needs to direct the general strategy and positioning for the time being, though it will help them get from zero to one faster and cheaper. And that's a key reason why the entire Powered by Search team is actively investing in learning how to use AI to produce better results for our clients in less time. You should see our chat. It is pretty cool. But to learn more about how we can help you incorporate AI into your marketing strategy, produce better results in less time, and be more effective, go to our website and book a call with us. You just click the Claim Your Free Marketing Assessment Today button. I'll see you next time. Take care.